Water, water everywhere, and you could drink it if you can cast purify food and drink. Will Zeon hold up his end of the bargain? Where is this next artifact in the endless sea? And what nautical cliches can be shoehorned into this story arc? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. All right. I guess I sh- I thought about um in our intro not saying in the continent of Moir because she is not currently in the continent of Moir That's and she true. ventures through the plain of water. Plainer travel. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into that, we have a confession to make. Oh dear. More accurately. Oh, I do. Have you a, have a confession have to make because I throw make. you under the bus. Oh. <laughs> um, I have. Oh look. There's a bus. Here, you go first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I also will fall into thump, a sinkhole. Thump, thump, thump. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh joke. I have been, <laughs> dear listeners, I apologize for I have been improperly using the spell Conjure Minor Elementals. I have been using, accidentally, Conjure Elementals, the full one, as opposed to Conjure Elementals Minor. The minor one. I should not have been able to Conjure Susan or Claude. Or that big fire one that I had yet to name. They should have been just little, like, ice methods or along those lines. So, for that egregious rule error, I humbly apologize. What's the difference in spell level? Four and five. Okay. So, it's so you not got ins- away with three separate Three castings, separate castings of a, a fifth, fifth level, level spell. spell. Yeah. How dare you? I know. I can't know, I know. all the rules. Druids are complicated, man. Dungeon mastering is complicated, man. <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff is complicated. So, no, that was my bad. I I don't have a super great um, spell organization method. I need to get spell cards for um, for the druids because we have the spell cards for arcane casting, but not for uh, the divine. Um, and I've been saying this since we started the show more than a year ago, but I still haven't gotten around to it. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so that is that is 100% my bad. Well, I'm just going to have all the enemies upcast, you know, fifth level spells <laughs> rude. for a little while and then be like, oh, my, my uh, bad. Rude. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess it would make sense. Uh, spell slot for spell slot there. Yeah. That is that is our major. That is my major confession. Major confession. I'm sure I've been doing other things wrong as well. These are your confessions. I don't know that song, I'm afraid. Ah. Sorry. I would sing along if I did, but I don't know. <laughs> what song is that? Confessions, part two. By Usher? Yeah. I don't think I've ever purposefully listened to anything by Usher. It is a great song. Like, a great song. So that is indeed my confession. <laughs> As we usher in this new episode. <laughs> oh! 
That's good. That's good. <laughs> Zingers. Pew, pew, pew. Popping out left and right. Popping out left and right. Well, oh man, got any other errors to admit to? Uh, Anything you've been doing wrong? I mean, in my personal life, or are we just <laughs> doing in terms it? of Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, okay, restricting it to these hours of my life um, that I am aware of. No. Well, we will be sure to keep the listeners updated as, as we, we uncover, uncover all more of my other things. errors. I think I've been. I think I've been doing it decently. I think I've been keeping pretty good to my wild shapes. And I mean, I certainly hope so. Stuff, so. That is up to you. I know. And I've been doing my best. Good. Good. I'm glad. I am glad. We try to hear it. We try to keep things above the board here at me and my spouse in the Dice Studios. <laughs> With a few home brewages. <laughs> so, with that. Yes, we sir. are no longer on the continent of Moir. That is true. You took a took a deal with your good friend, the giant brain, General Zeon, mm-hmm. who plane shifted you and Karhun to the elemental plane of water in exchange for its life. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait! Don't kill <laughs> Do you me. like his voice? Ooh. It fought some sharks with you. Mm-hmm. It swam through this endless ocean, through the storm, through the waves, and eventually you, after a very short, failed skill challenge. Oh my gosh, that was kind of You funny. rolled, what, like a two, a three, and a one or something? Yeah, I think or it was Awful. like two twos and a three. It was, it was just mm. not, I mean, it was... It was pretty. It was pretty. It, it was, was pretty pr- rough. It was pretty on brand. I'm like, well, this is OG Gwyneth rolling. Oh yeah. Even with my nice new dice that dice that I have. It was. It was. It was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Goodness. So you, after that short uh, failed skill challenge, fought some random sharks. Didn't. Didn't have too hard of a time with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they uh, got me. But they got they, they you got a good bite yeah. on you. You're gonna have some scars from that one. Yeah, they got a couple good bites off of Carhoon, and he, chomp, he chomp. yeah, I started that fight. I think at like 13 hit points, and he started at like 33 or something. So even though we didn't take too many bad hits, just the fact that we took any when we were <laughs> so low was yeah. like Yee-haw. dire straits, dire ocean. But after dispatching of the sharks and making a slow getaway. On the back of this giant jellyfish brain, you manage to uh, alight upon a little cluster of rocks. Mm-hmm. Not very big, just about big enough for you and Garhoon to sit there. Jagged, black rocks, kind of slippery from all the water with some lichens and mollusks mm-hmm. growing along the base of it. Not extraordinarily comfortable. And you leveled up to level nine. Huzzah, which we did Huzzah. off screen, because you don't get a, a ton else. No. Well, I mean... Brief synopsis. Brief synopsis. 10-second synopsis. Go. 10-second synopsis. I can now uh, wild shape into CR3 creatures, and I do actually now have access to fifth-level spells. There we go. Those are the big Those are the big ones. So you leveled up. Zeon's kind of half on the rock, but the rest of his brain is still floating in the water. And you and Garhoon are here as the sun begins to set... This weird planar sun. You're not entirely sure how the cosmology of that works, but there's still so there is a day sun. And night. There's okay. still a day and night cycle. I'm going to say interesting. 
Is there like a moon so that the water actually moves or is yeah. it like yeah. interesting? There'll be a, a sun and a moon, although you're not sure exactly how it's working. How it we'll works. just say magic. So you're on this rock. The sun is going down. Zeon's sitting here. You feel emboldened with your new powers. What do you do? Um. Well, I mean, I think the first thing she's, you know, <laughs> probably coughing coughing some seawater out of her out of her lungs and kind of like taking some deep breaths for the first time that she's been able to since entering this plane um and then she'll kind of look at Carhoon and and we're both bedraggled um then she'll be like i know we need to act quickly but i i need to shut my eyes a little bit i don't think that i can just you know go uh, full sail from here. Operating under the assumption that we, though I leveled up, we didn't like. You haven't back, long rested so, yet. Yeah. Yeah. Karun looks at you, hair flopping in front of his face. His beard is soaked. His eyes are tired. There's big bags underneath them, and they're just like glazed over. <sighs> yeah, I need to sleep. I'm exhausted. I've I've had a day. Yeah. I almost killed you like an hour ago. Well, a couple hours ago. Like, a couple hours ago. Yeah. I still haven't quite gotten uh, over that. No, that makes sense. I, remember, I don't hold that at all against you. If there's any forgiveness that's needed, I forgive you, even though you don't need it. So, don't think I... I don't harbor anything against you, just so you know. It was never your forgiveness that I need. Okay, well, just in case you did, you I mean, I, I, I appreciate that, but... I've been in situations of losing control of my faculties before mm-hmm. and that didn't end particularly well the last time right it's not a feeling i really want to repeat no that makes sense we should uh we should definitely keep an eye on that thing yeah yeah no you can probably hear our thoughts so i don't know why i'm whispering well he can hear yours yes i can mm-hmm. i know you don't trust me Zeon? I don't fully trust you either. You can't hear my thoughts, right, Zeon? Hmm, no. Okay. If you uh, take that necklace off, I'm sure we could have a nice chat. I think we're having a fine enough chat right now. Mm, fair enough. Um, Zeon, this might sound uh, ignorant of me, but do you sleep? Do you need to rest? I have ways of resting, although it is not what you are familiar with. This, this sleep. Okay. Um, I require periods of inactivity, although I'm never fully unaware. We're, we need, we do need to sleep. Um, and so we will, we're going to take a rest here, um, and then we're going to continue on. Um, it'd be great if you stuck with us, um, through that time until we, you know, find what we came here to find, and then, um... As you, you know, said to help us try to get back. Mm, of course, of course. Because um, yes. I feel like if we separate now, it'll just be easy to get, to lose each other in this great sea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Uh, take this, keep up your strength. And one of the uh, tentacles flops like two little fish. Still, <laughs> still kind of flapping and flopping onto the rock. And then another tentacle comes up and it's got another one and it just sort of punches into the brain and starts like absorbing. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. I love it. 
because it doesn't really have a mouth. Um, I was literally just going to be like, does he eat? Does it eat? Like, what does it inhale? Mm, delicious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's just kind of gross, like, squishing and crunching noises. Everything is gross about Xeon, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's rough. Um, well, I guess we'll kind of... Flay these fish, and I mean, I don't think there's really any way that we could keep a fire lit, and we don't really want to probably draw attention to ourselves. So we'll maybe Ugh. nom on some raw fish here. Ugh, Hope I mean, I it's guess I've sushi grade. Hi. Yeah. All right. I'll just pretend I'm a bear again. I'll do the same. <sighs> okay. Okay, uh, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll like uh, uh, choke down, you know, the the soft Gollum it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I got fish. So do see sweet. And then we will um, set up, you know, just uh, rest watches. I need to rest more than Carhoon does, mm-hmm. so we'll just alternate um, between uh, shut eye. Sounds good. It's not particularly comfortable. It's going to be difficult to rest. So throughout the night, as you're taking these watches and trying to get some rest, both of you roll constitution saving throws. Okie dokie. For for Octavia, that is a 12. And for Carhoon, 16. All right. So Carhoon needing less rest throughout the night keeps watch doesn't notice anything maybe some more fins swimming by in the distance maybe a couple like dolphins or a uh whale or something Mm -hmm. doesn't notice anything but the night passes and he manages to get the rest required okay uh you get the rest required but it's not particularly restful. restful you're very tired when you wake up you get all your powers and abilities back but you also have a level of exhaustion yeah Okay. Oh dear. What is what you all failed that? by one. Ugh, of course. <laughs> uh, what all does that entail again? You have disadvantage on all ability checks. Okay. Okay. Could be worse. Why did I just say that? Oh dear. Could be worse. <laughs> Until you get another level of exhaustion. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll kind of wake up. Does the sun kind of rise? Mm-hmm. Is there a lightening it's, of the sky a little bit? It's a long night. You see some storm clouds passing off in the distance, some flashes of lightning across the the waves that just keep endlessly swishing past. It's relatively peaceful where you are for now, uh, but you know when you came through, it was a whirling storm, so right. you're not sure how long you can count on it being calm seas. Um, what was your question? Just if it was getting light or kind of, yeah. yeah, what the sky was after, like. After about what you would expect a normal night time is, light begins to rise. <laughs> a bugle just like someone like pops out from the side. Okay. So morning comes, you feel... Awful. Awful. You feel like you, you know, you've rested enough that you have your magic back, you have your wide shapes back, but you just feel bad yeah. and gross and groggy. Carhoon still looks kind of rough, but he looks like he at least, uh, you know, is is a bit more awake and aware than you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know Fulmis and Jusulka were kind of working on getting a better, a better bead um, on where we need to go here, because I mean, this is ostensibly a really big place. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check in with them and see if over these eight hours or so they've been able to kind of locate anything else. Okay. 
Um, and so she'll press again, you know, touch the touch the belt across her chest. Not that she really needs to, just she likes kind of feeling the, the tangible uh, under her fingers. And she will go to talk to Fool Nice. And she always tries to talk to... She never wants to talk to Chistrilka. <laughs> uh, so you... The the sea fades out mm-hmm. into this plain of dragons. And Fulmis is lying there with her giant head on her big dragon paws. Mm-hmm. And her eyes flick open. You need something? I was just wondering if uh, you've been able to... Uh, sense a presence any better now that we've been in this plane for, for a couple hours? It takes a good bit of concentration. There is a presence here, but my sense of direction is off. Mm. I'm not sure. I, I can feel something, and I can start to feel it tugging me a certain way, but I'm not sure if that direction is north or south or if north or south exist in this place. Right. Okay. I will need some more time to hone in to give you more directions. Okay. But there is something here. I can feel that much. Is there anything I can do to to help you? Try to sense something? Really, it's only a matter of time. I suppose if you were to stumble your way closer to it, I could tell you the the feeling gets stronger the closer in proximity we are. Or I could accidentally stumble in the opposite direction and make it harder. stumble in the opposite direction and make it more difficult, yes. Of course. Okay. Right now, it's up to you to survive this place long enough for us to find what you're looking for. Okay. Um, well, good to know. Uh, and we, you know, I'll be... I'm in touch if you need me. Hmm. Yes. All right. Well, I will, I will let you... Leave you to concentrate. I'll be in touch. Sounds good. And everything fades back. Okay. And you're on this rock in the middle of an ocean. Great, 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 great. So you're you're sitting here, kind of wiping the the sleep from your eyes, trying to figure out what the heck to do. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Both of us. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Octavia. You have disadvantage. Has disadvantage. <laughs> right. 21. Mm-hmm. And, oop. and for Carhoon, 10. You just barely notice. So Xeon's over on the rock next to you. Mm-hmm. Some of the tentacles, like, flopped up along these rocks, kind of anchoring it in place. Uh, you notice just ever, ever, ever. So slightly mm-hmm. the rest of its tentacles moving in a way that was very similar to how you saw it moving before it took you here. Uh-huh. Okay. What do you do? She points at Zion and is like, Zion, I see what you are doing and you must stop immediately. You cannot get that past me, young man. I'm sorry, my friends. This is your mission, not mine. It's here and now that I must take my leave from you. You see him start to blur in and out of existence. I cast what do you do? control water underneath him and turn it into ice so that he can't move his tentacles. Okay. Um, read me exactly what that All does. All right. I think that'll work. Um, 
So it's a pretty high level spell. So control water. Oh I, oh, I guess I can't actually turn it into ice. I can choose to flood an area. I can choose to part the water. I can choose to redirect the flow of it. Or I can turn it into a whirlpool underneath him. Okay. I'll say if you... I'll, I'll count this basically as a concentration. Okay. Check if that's what you want to do. You can try to disrupt. Yeah, I want to... Basically, I just want to make the water, uh, you know, tur- you know turbulent enough to disrupt his spell casting. Okay. You, you basically get one shot at this. Uh, this isn't an attack. This just happens. I know. It happens. But it's going to be a... Uh, I'm going to treat it as a concentration check for Xeon. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh okay. So yeah, however yeah. you want to affect that... Okay, so probably something more like creating that whirlpool underneath him to... Let's, let's, so you're, yeah, explain to me what you're doing, precisely. Okay, I'm going to cast Control Water. Okay, Control Water. And I am going to choose to create a whirlpool under him, um, and it creates a vortex, and any creature object in the water is pulled into it. Um, you can make a, you can swim away from it by making a strength athletics check. Um, but if you fail that, you will take bludgeoning damage. Okay. And, I mean, I'm more doing it not to damage him, but more to just be like... To break the concentration. Break the concentration. So, give me what you think your aptitude at casting this spell would be. What kind of check do you think? Arcana? Nature? Wisdom? I mean, you could just give wisdom. me straight wisdom. Yeah. So I want you to roll me a, a wisdom check. Okay. Basically. Is that... I'm going to roll opposed. Okay. A constitution saving throw. Now do I have disadvantage on this wisdom check? Even though it's not an ability, technically. Uh, we'll count this as an attack, so this will just be a straight roll for you. Okay. I'm going to roll constitution saving throw against that. Okay. If Sian succeeds, gone. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, like, a spell attack, basically? Yeah. Okay. It's got pretty good constitution. What'd you get? 23. I rolled a natural 2. Woo! Uh, you are staying here, Zeon. What did I tell you? Yeah. Uh, so, you f- create this whirlpool, and just in the nick of time... He rolled a 20 on the stealth check. Oh, my word. He rolled a natural 20 plus zero. <gasps> so you just barely I noticed just that. just noticed uh, it. So you create this whirlpool, and the the tentacles sort of flail, and it gets sucked in and spit out the top and just splashes down next to you. A brain can't look sheepish. Already what has. Does <laughs> um, yeah, what do you what do you do in response to that? Um, I put my foot on one of his tentacles and I lean down really close to the, like how big is it again how big is it across his brain it's like 10 like feet 10 across. feet across I look to where it seems like a brain's face would be or it's forward looking lobe um, and I you know look down or I guess at it at Xeon and she says you made a deal and while you might not like that deal I could just plunge a knife into you right now, and I. But I don't want to. I like our deal. I think we have come to a mutually um, beneficial agreement. But you need to hold up your end, so that I will hold up mine. 
Soon I will have my strength back and you will not have this power over me. I don't want power over you. We just made an agreement. We should be. We are equals here. I, I helped you. brought you here. That should be enough. That wasn't what the agreement was, though, Zeon, was That's it? That's what the original agreement was. I said a lot back then. You did say a lot, but the agreement that we actually decided upon was that you would then help us return. I will stay with you for now. I don't see you as my enemy, Zeon. Hmm. That is why you fail. Well, I don't think I failed because you are still here and you are not gone. For so if now. anything, you have failed. <laughs> Zian sulks next year. Harumphs. Harumphs. Oh my word. Whew. I want both you and Carhoon to roll a perception check. Okay. Octavia with disadvantage 12 mm-hmm. and Carhoon 18. Carhoon taps you on the shoulder. As you're having this argument, I don't. Are you speaking this out loud, or are you just like thinking really <laughs> just, hard? Just gesticulating. Um, I'll I'll probably be saying it out loud because that's it's normal for mm-hmm. humanoids to sure. to speak v- verbally when they're used to addressing someone. So you're having this argument, and Carhoon turns around and sort of taps you on the shoulder and he says, first of all, if that thing wants to leave, I'm not going to stop it. We'll find our own way back. I don't want to be near that thing any longer than we have to, but if you think it's the right thing to do, then fine. I guess I can deal with it. But, more importantly, look at that. And he points in the opposite direction. And you follow his finger Mm -hmm. to the horizon, and you see off-dotted and heading towards you what looks to be a ship. A ship? A ship. Way, way out there. But you think, like, yeah, that looks like a boat. A big old boat. Like, not just a little dinghy, like a, a ship. Uh, do we know of any seafaring pirates that inhabit the element, the, the plane of water? Ye- we- roll an arcana check. Can we both? Or a history check. Okay. Uh, Octavia will roll. A, uh, she'll do arcana again with this advantage. She gets a... 13, and then Carhoon, our scholar, he's going to do history, mm-hmm. and he gets a 23. 23. All right. Carhoon says, ah, now, I, I don't know what that ship might be, but there are, that, I mean, that we, we know this place is inhabited by something. Perhaps it's one of the natives, but you'd wonder why they would need to build boats. Oh yeah, I mean we know the water is inhabited by know the water is inhabited. Like, creatures, but I mean usually you take, you know, opposable thumbs to create a ship unless it's purely That's made true. out of magic. I mean we both know that travel across the plains is possible. Perhaps true. some ship made its way here for some reason. I don't know. But uh I mean it's probably faster than this hunk of junk. That's true. With his foot. <laughs> Assuming they're not going to just kill us and take everything we have. Uh, yeah, that would be my first uh, assumption. I don't know. Uh, what, how, what, how do you want to play this? Um, can, so how far is the boat or the ship from us now? Uh, it's off in the horizon. Um, I'm bad at distances. Especially water distances. Especially water distances. It's traveling at five knots toward... If, if a ship traveling at five See, knots towards you... I don't even know if five knots is really have, fast or really slow. Oh, I have no idea. No clue. I have zero clue. I know a knot is a, 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 knot's a, a, thing. a thing, but... 
It's it'll be a f- several. Let's say it's it'll be about ten minutes. Okay. Well, time is easier. That's, let's say it's that moving. It'll be at your rock in about ten minutes, but it's heading like beelining towards you. Okay. Um, can we see? I know it's far away right now. I don't think I have like a telescope or anything. Um, can I? You see, don't. Can I see any identifying? marks about it it's too far away if you let it get closer you might be able to see something okay um fumis is still working on stuff is it raining right now or is it it's still pretty calm you can see some foreboding looking clouds off in the distance but they're not are they moving towards us or away from us uh they're probably moving towards you okay all right, ship on one hand coming towards us, a storm on the other. Oh, mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In between a rock and a rock. Yep. Um, D&D's no fun if everything goes your way. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to... Yeah, so she'll be like, we should hide as well as we can on these rocks. Is it like a... Cu- I'm imagining it kind of like a, a crystal formation jutting yeah. out with like multiple things. Yeah pooging out in like a crystalline form kind of yeah. so is there like a crevice or like a, a bigger interstice that we could kind of hide you could try in? to take some cover you'd have to roll some stealth because there's not a lot of rock up right there. okay but can we get also then on the rock that's on the other side like the rock is in between us and the ship if that makes sense so the rock yeah i'm well like i on mean the back side again you can try okay it's not a perfect it's not a perfect formation for hiding. Right. Um, well, we're going to do that. So Octavia will be like, oh, we should, I think we should hide or try to hide as much as we can uh, here. Um, and then maybe as it gets closer and we can kind of see a little bit more about it. But before it's like literally right on us, mm-hmm. uh, we can try to see if we recognize where they could be from. I mean, they could be from Moir. They could be from another continent on our plane. They could be from another plane, I guess. I don't know. Could that be a fave mm-hmm. ship? Do they make ships in the fave? I don't know. I so, don't know. Uh, that's what I'd recommend. Okay. Um, uh, also, she'll look down at Zeon and be like, Zeon, can you hear... See that ship over there? Mm-hmm. Can you hear what they're thinking? Or are they too far away? Uh, they are close enough, but without my augmentations, I cannot read that many thoughts at once. There is a full crew of living beings with intelligent thoughts on that ship. I can tell okay. you that much. Does it seem like there's a captain or someone whose thoughts are louder than everybody else's? Mm-hmm. No, all of you life forms are about the same to me. Okay. A sort of dull, droning, uh-huh. infantile, uh-huh. philistine... Uh-huh. You know that I. I could, was wondering if there was another. Oh, okay. I mean, I could probably could continue. Go on. But of course. You seem to be in a pinch for time. No, yeah. What do you think you're going to do about that ship? Hmm? Well, Maybe you could board them, and I can be on my way. Well, we shall see. It depends on mm. what all is on that ship. I suppose. Well, as they're getting closer, see if you can just focus in on one of those consciousnesses. Um, and, and see if you can get some more of exactly what they're thinking as opposed to just, you know, it's helpful to know that they're living. Um, and a full crew, does it seem like dozens or a dozen or? Mm, at least a dozen. Okay. Maybe about 20 total. Okay. Well, that's that's helpful information just in and of itself. Um, I'd recommend, I mean, 
just come come to the back of the the, the rock outcroppings with us. Mm, I can just sort of. He starts to sink a little no, bit no, with no, the no, tentacles. No. Still like, I'll just I'll be down here. Here, give me your tentacle. I, I don't have good experiences with your kind and not being attacked on sight. That's part of the reason I forged my deal with Crag is because I was hunted mercilessly. Not just by those of the above surface, but those of below it as well. Did you give them reason to hunt you? Were you kind of nasty to some pe- people? I was minding my own business. Your kind just doesn't like giant hyper-intelligent brains. Well, I, I can't I can't speak for them, unfortunately. That's I mean, you really attacked not... me on seeing me, didn't you? Well, you were actually my enemy because you were attacking my city. Well. The city that I was occupying. That's or fair. In. So that's a little bit different than just seeing you meandering about your own business. Mm, so, um, but as far as I said before, I consider you my... Not my enemy, not really my friend, mm. so we can be frenemies for right now. They're getting closer. Uh, so we will all, <laughs> and then she'll like look over and uh, we'll trundle around to the back of the rock. As you're trundling around, you see a bird fly overhead. Okay. Circle. Oh dear. Circle. Oh dear. Circle. Oh dear. And start flying back. Oh, geez. It's kind of colorful bird, too. Is it a big It's not parrot? a seagull. <laughs> Is it a parrot? It might be. (laughs) Okay. 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 We didn't hide fast enough, did we? Nope. You can roll a stealth check if you're trying to hide and wait. I guess the jig's kind of up. Um, You did sit there discussing things for a while. That's true. That's true. Well, as they have gotten closer, can we now see more of, now that they obviously know that we are there, can we see more of their ship? Um, yeah, we'll say they've closed about half the distance. You can see it's a big ship. It's got at least three sails. Oh, wow. I don't know nautical terms. I don't know boat terms. It I'm is not a, boater. a big ship. It's a big ship. It's got a lot of a lot of big mainsail, a couple sails in the back. It's got the little triangle jib thing in the front. It's a big ship. I do not like the cut of that. You don't like the cut of that jib. How dare you? How dare you? It's a big boat. Um, you. It's not like it's flying a skull and crossbones flag. It oh, doesn't me. look like it's flying any flag, actually. Okay. Uh, it's just kind of swishing along. You can see... I mean, it's it's hard to tell. So actually, that's about all I'm going to say. There there might be some writing of like a name of it on the front, but it's still quite far so away. So far away. Well, can I do like a, a specified perception check to like really, you know, like squint my eyes and really try to see or? Sure. It's going to be very difficult. Okay. But sure. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, that's not great. That's just an 11. So. Yeah. You, you're like, ah, squinting. Can't really tell. It'll okay. have to get closer. Um. Well, even if I can't see a name, just this build of the ship, seeing the three sails, would this be something that I would be accustomed to seeing on Mawir? Uh, I mean, it looks like a ship. Okay, so it's not some weird fantastical design that we're like, well, that's super nothing we've seen It definitely looks, I mean, it looks like a standard ship. It definitely looks... um, Like something that would come from the material plane, basically. Yeah, it looks like a big old galley, big old... Okay. So, uh, looking at Carhoon, she'll be like, I mean, you saw that bird going overhead, right? I did. Yeah. So, I think, unfortunately, any pretense of hiding is kind of behind us. That's true. Um, 
So we can do a couple things. Yes. I can turn into a big flying thing and we can meet them out there. Mm-hmm. Or we can just wait. Save our resources and wait for them to come to us. We could. But if we do that, we should at least be in a good fighting stance. Or, or you know, present ourselves in as good of a, I don't know, position as possible. Well, I mean, if we fly out there, you're leaving your buddy down I here. I know. Who, I don't know, based on everything he said, is probably going to try to bounce at the first opportunity. No, he probably will. So, if that's a risk you're willing to take, I just want you to be aware of that. That's a good point. But also, maybe these people, because apparently they are people, can help us. I I don't know. Um, It might be... If... If they're hostile to us, they're going to attack us whether they meet us out here or whether we meet them out there. Exactly. If they're not hostile, they might see us coming at them as a sign of aggression. Oh, that's a good point. But I... I don't know. I'm not much of a seafarer myself. Right. Um, I think I think we stay here. If they're hostile, then we can meet them here. And I mean, if we need to make a quick getaway, you can turn into a fish or I something. I can, yeah, I you feel... You can turn me into a fish too, right? I can. Okay, great. We can just swim away. If yeah, they're so people, they probably can't do that. Uh, probably not, yeah. So I feel, you know, I feel still... Oh, I'm still so tired. Oh my goodness. Um, but I do feel... I do feel a bit better, so... So I should be able to do that, should we need. Okay. Well... Shall we wait? Yeah, let's wait. Do you want? Are we hiding, or are we just going to greet them openly? I think at this point we just greet them openly. They, I'm sure that that bird, you know, it, they could have a druid on board, so the bird could be a crew member who's now able to perfectly verbalize what they saw, or maybe you know, some companion of of a crew member. I mean, I I do think that they know that we're here. So all right, I'd say defensively, but not hiding. Friendly. But not hospitable. And, uh, what about that thing? He points to Zeon. Zeon, um, you keep reading what... Keep trying to read thoughts. As they get closer, try to kind of pinpoint one or two of them to really uh, hone in on what they're saying in their mind and verbally. Um, and then let us know that. I will try. He doesn't seem happy about it. Doesn't seem happy about anything right now. This is true. I mean, you know, I understand if you feel a little apprehensive, so you can... I oh, I don't need your pity. I'm not trying to pity you. Come on, stop being playing the victim here. Come on. But just dunk under the water. I want to see all of your tentacles on this rock. But dunk under the water. <gasps> Fine. <laughs> Teenage Zeon. Yep, the, the <laughs> tentacles flop up, and the brain just kind of <laughs> sinks down. I want to count all of the tentacles to make sure that they're all there. They're all there. Okay, good. <laughs> and we will we'll wait. We'll be, okay. you know, um, Carhoon is going to have his axe out, but not raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to have, you know, my hands ready. The ship covers another about half, two-thirds of the distance. And then it you see it slow down and sort of stop. And then after a few moments, a little rowboat comes around the side and starts rowing towards you. It takes a little bit longer. 
But after a few minutes, you can see this boat crewed by, uh, it looks like two human men. Okay. Rowing up towards you. One is manning the uh, the oars, and one is standing in the front uh, with like a big cutlass in one hand and just sort of staring off ready for whatever's about to go down. Okay. Do they look like your stereotypical pirates? Sort of. <laughs> uh, so they're both exceptionally like muscular. Buff. They're very just like rippling buff <laughs> people okay um they do sort of have that stereotypical piratey vibe like one's the one in the front's got like a bandolier and pants cut off at the knees and like a bandana around the head both eyes no peg legs uh but and you can't really see the one rowing that well okay but they look human as they're they look like humans yes okay and they row up until they get relatively close Okay. And then the one in the front with the cutlass and the bandolier shouts across the water, Army mateys! <laughs> Who be ye and what be ye doing here? <laughs> Is this uncommon? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Octavia will shout back, Ahoy! Uh, my name's Octavia! Uh, this is Carhoon! Um, uh, we, we don't mean you any violence or anything. We, we would be friends if we could. Um, we are here searching for something. We're, we're obviously not from here. Where be ye from? We're from, we're from Moir? We're, we're from, (sighs) from the plane of the physical, the material. Uh. I'm a material girl, in fact. (laughs) The one in the front, that's the name, Material Girl. <laughs> the one in the front turns back to the one in the back, and you can hear him, uh, like, talking. And you hear, you hear it say something about, yeah, they're Material Planers, all right. And then it turns back and shouts to you, the captain wants to see you. Do, um... We mean you no harm uh, okay. if you come with us. Uh, okay. Um, she wants to do it. Just a quick insight to see how truthful these strange folks in this elemental plane of water Please are. Please feel free. All right. Uh, this will be at the disadvantage. Ten. Hard to read from across the waves. You can't really make out the, the facial features. Okay. So it, it's a toss-up. You're not sure. Okay. Um, but they didn't just attack they you They didn't, sight. Yeah. You have to understand we're a little bit leery. We didn't expect to see other folks with, uh, you know, two legs. We kind of just thought there were only sea creatures here, so, um... Yar, that's what we thought, too. That's why the captain wants to see ya. Okay. We're, we're a little bit nervous, um... We haven't seen a material planer in years. Okay. We want to know how you got here. Perhaps we can help each other. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pirate voices are fun. <laughs> all, all of your all of your NPCs now are going to mm, be pirates, even yar. if we're like in the depths of the desert of the parch. Like they're all <laughs> they're desert pirates now. Um, Octavia will kind of under her breath. She won't actually need to say anything. She'll think to Zeon. Hey Zeon, I know we're not on great terms right now. Um, follow us along in this dinghy. If these folks seem like they can help us. 
you might we might be okay with you just heading out now and not having to stick around <laughs> fine okay thanks but we might also need a we might need your help if things go really south I will see what I can do okay thank you Zeon and the tentacles <laughs> okay down. well he could just be gone who knows all right, and then under her breath to Carhoon, she'll be like, I told Zeon that he'll to just follow us along. He might just go. Who knows? Okay. Um, but I think I think that we should go with them. They could have just attacked us if they really did mean us harm. Yeah, I think the fact that we are not fighting them right now is a pretty good sign. Exactly. Um, let's hear what they want. I guess yeah. we can go from there. Okay, and I'll, I'll be glad to be something on something maybe a bit more steady than this tiny rock. Mm, indeed. Okay, and uh, then the she'll boat. yeah, kind of be like, okay, uh, well, we're uh, that sounds good. Uh, take us to your leader, I guess. <laughs> the boat uh, rows towards you and gets up within a couple feet okay. of the rock and like turns sideways. And the one in the front sheathes the scimitar and looks you up and down. Mm, an elephant. Uh, I'm, I think you're human. It's a bit hard to tell. That's generally a correct... Yeah, okay. generally. It's been a while since we've seen an elf. Come, come. The captain wants to see All you. Right. He doesn't like to be kept waiting. Uh, that makes sense. And we'll clamber aboard. Climb aboard. The, the one in the back starts rowing again. And the boat turns and starts heading back towards the ship. Okay. The one with the bandolier and the bandana turns to you and he says... Bandolier, bandolier, bandana boy, bandolier, boy. That's his <laughs> name. He says, I guess I should introduce myself. The name's Punt Speed Chunk, first mate of Riders Mutiny. Pleased to meet ya. <laughs> Punt Speed Chunk? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, it's uh, good to meet you. My name is Octavia. And this here is Flint Ironstag. Uh, Flint and, and, and Punt, good to, meet, good to meet both of you. Again, uh, I'm Octavia, uh, and then this is Carhoon. Hmm. As I said, it's been a while since we've seen any material planers. I'm sure the captain will have a lot of questions for you. And I, we have a lot of questions for you. I mean... Did you meet? Did you guys mean to come here? Well, let's uh, let's get oh, you aboard the call. mutiny, and I'm sure all of our questions can be answered. There's no need for us to come to blows. I would, I would greatly. I don't want that at all. So, it's rare we see something that's not here with a mouthful of teeth, a bunch of fins, and trying to kill us. Oh, great. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. It's a pleasant break from the monotony of constant impending death. <laughs> Sounds like a place we should vacation often. There are some beautiful islands if you look hard enough, oh, but I, yes. Oh, okay. That's good to know, at least. Well, here we are. Uh, the boat pulls up to the side. With, and like, <laughs> elevator music as they're, like, pulling <laughs> the dinghy back up. Yeah, it gets latched on and they crank it back up and... Uh, the boat rises, and you can see onto the top deck of this, and you can see about six or so also equally just jacked uh, pirates wandering back and forth, all in relatively typical pirate garb. Some bandanas, some vests, some, like, hammer pants. They've nice. all got big, like, curved swords. 
uh, just doing boat things, manning the 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 masts. There's somebody up in the crow's the nest, rigging, the, doing rigging and navigating. Um, I just know that one a line from Ariel where it's like, "Oh, storms ahoy, man the rigging." <laughs> That's all the, sh- the, right. the ship talk I know. I don't know much ship talk. Uh, you can see near the back. There's the there's like a big the big steering wheel, mm-hmm. and there's uh, someone near that, um, and then just a bunch of people swabbing the poop decks and whatnot. And they look healthy, right? They look reasonably healthy. Yeah, I mean they're jacked. Okay, so, so it's not like they're wasting away. They're not here. wasting away. They do seem a bit like older, which is weird. Okay, they've got like gray hair okay so punt punt first mate punt leads you off the boat sounds good or off the little boat onto the larger boat and octavia is like amazed she's Mm. never been on a boat this big she's she's a landlubber so Mm -hmm. and as you had passed you saw painted on the front of it the name of the ship okay which was as he said riders mutiny rider r-y-d-e-r Seems like a name. Well, that's not particularly great. Okay. Punt looks at you and he says, Welcome to the mutiny. I'll take you to the captain. Don't be afraid of the name. It was named a long time ago, and we've been here for quite some time. Good to know. Okay. Follow me. Sounds good. Uh, Flint gets off the boat and doesn't follow just starts doing other piratey things and the rest of the crew on the the top deck sort of look at you and they're not being like uh they're not trying to pretend like they're not looking they're like another another person more people what uh oh so right yeah like you've been ruined like and just eyeing the yeah. two of you and be like hmm. okay punt leads you to the back behind this person on the steering wheel and you can see it's it's a big typical like ship wheel Mm -hmm. and next to it there's uh, an interesting looking compass uh, like mounted it's a big thing it's about the size of a clock mounted right next to it Um, but it doesn't have like north south east and west it's just got a bunch of weird symbols pointing different directions and the 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 dial is just kind of flipping randomly seemingly oh my gosh because i mean if there's no pole there's not going to be like a you know, magnetic north house. Yeah, this is true. Punt leads you to a back door. Well, not to the to a door behind this wheel, mm-hmm. where you would assume the captain's cabin is, and knocks on the door. Tunk, tunk, tunk. After a moment, the door opens. Standing beside this is another large, muscular pirate. Okay. Big, like rippling chest. Under an open duster, mm-hmm. no shirt, of black course. trousers, brown leather boots. He's got a gray beard that's relatively well trimmed, but okay. also not that well trimmed. It's a bit kind of fuzzy, and like a white mohawk on the top of his head. Oh, cool! And his face is very scarred. He's got about four hand crossbows strapped all over, strapped all over his body. Oh my gosh! And he punt says to presumably the captain, "Our captain, this be the two." Material planers that uh, the the splint was telling you about. This here's Octavia, you said, that's, and yeah, the elf right. is Carhoon. You two meet Captain Slab Squat Thrust. 
the captain stands to the side, gestures for you to come in and says, Welcome to Riders Mutiny. I have a lot of questions, and I'm sure you have a lot of questions as well. We do. It's, it's good to meet you, and thank you for having us on board. I don't know how much my first mate has told you. Not a whole lot. I think we didn't want to ask the same questions twice to a couple different audiences. Aye. Come, sit. Thank you. We can talk. And perhaps we can come to some sort of understanding of why you're here and how we can help each other. That'd be great. Mm. Thank you, punt. Ensure that the ship continues its normal operations. This might be a while. Punt salutes and walks back onto the deck as the captain ushers you into these chambers. Okay. It's this is a pretty... not what I was expecting. <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's a pretty typical uh, cabin. Okay. From what you would guess, it's got... Uh, like, the back has open windows so you mm-hmm. can see the ocean behind you. There's a big wooden desk with maps and papers and charts strewn across it. There's uh, some swords, like, mounted on the walls. There's a little, like, hammock, a really nice hammock hanging mm-hmm. in the far corner that presumably the captain sleeps in. And, like, a chair. But it, it's relatively sparse and mm-hmm. everything looks really old. Okay. Like, the chair has some cushions, but there's tears, and it looks like, you know, the the part where you would sit in is really worn down. Yeah. Like, um, as we walk by and and kind of uh, seeing this desk with the charts and stuff on it, are these charts of Moir, or would these be charts, presumably, you know, that we could, that are incomprehensible, so kind of charts of this plane? Roll a history check. Okay. Can both Carhoon and I, or? Um, let's just just do you for now. So Carhoon's just kind of looking around the cabin and it's just like, I I don't know what I was expecting. I'm not sure this was it. Uh, 15 history for 15. Octavia. Um, so you see part of it, some of the maps and charts are of an area you don't recognize, but there are. it, it looks like there are large bodies of land, so you're wondering if it's from here or mm, not or mm-hmm. if it's from the material plane and then there are some new other charts that look more recent mm-hmm. like newer as if they were trying to chart out this plane okay uh, they're very confusing and some of them just kind of stop and start abruptly kind of like it's it seems like it's incredibly hard to yeah. to map out if it even plays by the rules of typical geography <laughs> that makes sense okay Slab leads you. Captain Slab. Captain Slab. Captain Slab. Does he have mortars on board? <laughs> Do we need to watch out for them? Watch out for the mortars. Captain Slab walks in and gestures to two uh, chairs, like, across from the desk, mm-hmm. two of these worn-down chairs, and he goes and sits behind it. And we will we will sit down in front. I appreciate your cooperation. I understand a ship like this manned by... Men like us might not be the most comforting sight. It, it was a little, uh, you know, scary at first, definitely. Um, but we've been, we have been reassured. Well, I'll level with you. This crew, we're definitely pirates. Okay. We've killed a lot of people, innocent or not. But that was a long, long time ago. Okay. Those days are behind us. Right now, we only have one thing we really care about, and that's survival, survival, and getting home. So where are you guys from? Ah, 
Well, as you may have guessed, we're from the material plane as well. I don't understand this planar stuff as well. Splint out man in the 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 wheel. Is that, it's called a wheel? There, there is, I think, a specific word, and it's com- I'm completely blanking on it. Ship. Steering wheel. Steering wheel. wheel man. The helm. There you go. Ah, splint out there, man, and the helm knows more about this than I do. But uh, we came from the material plane, indeed. Um, that's how... Well, there's a whole story about how this ship got its name, but perhaps we can come to that a bit later. Yeah, I mean, that's... Um, I guess my first question is also... I mean, we're also from the material plane, um, but mm. how, did, how did you get here? Oh, how did we get here? Well, we were doing some pirating work off of the... Off of the coast of Imark, a couple knots, and, well, we ran into quite a storm. A big storm. A storm unlike any storm I'd ever faced before. There was lightning, there was thunder, but there was something else. Some energy I've never felt before. (sighs) We fought the storm as hard as we could, and just when I thought the ship was going to go down, and my crew and I with it... We found ourselves in an unfamiliar sea, full of unfamiliar landmarks. I don't know how, but somehow that storm ferried us away to this place. We haven't been able to escape since. There's not much pirating to do when you're the only ship around here that you know of. (laughs) That, That makes sense. So there is, you've never come across any other people. Or like land dwelling things. You're the first in a long time. Wow, okay. Do Do you know what year it was back in the material plane when you left? Oh, that's a good question. It's been so long I've forgotten. But by my estimation, we've spent at least twenty years in this place. But time sometimes seems to go faster or slower depending on the waves. So you don't know about the war. What war? Okay. For the past 15 years, um, Moir's been, the entire continent's been in conflict. I'm sorry. Where's Moir? Moir is a continent in the material plane? Hmm. Well, I've done a fair share of pirating. Never come across a place called Moir before. Oh. Okay. Well, that's where we're from. Hmm. And there's a big war going on on the entire continent. War. War never changes. Anyway, uh, Octavia Carhoon, how did ye come to be here? Um, we came here specifically, actually. There's something that I'm looking for, we're looking for, that we think is here. Hmm. That's what I was hoping you'd say. You see, if someone comes here by choice looking for something, it seems it begs to reason that that person probably has a way to get back. Perhaps you can help us return to our home, and we can help you find what it is that you're looking for. We have someone who is hopefully going to help us get back. Our agreement with them is tenuous, though. So we do not have a sure a sure plan on how to get back. Well, unfortunately. Perhaps we can help each other a little bit more. I would I would think, I mean, having at least we're glad to see you all, 
Um, and we're glad to help you, you all in, as well. And glad to not be on that rock. <laughs> <sighs> yes, you've entered a fine vessel. She's seen a fair share of days, and she might not be as pristine as when she first left the Amarkian Navy, but she does good by us. Mm. Well... I guess to, to cut to the quick, or cu- cut right to it, um, have you ever or your crew come across, uh, like, some weird energy that you've just felt or, or some place that is just even more incomprehensible than the rest of this place? I mean, the whole place is kind of weird, but... You're gonna have to be a bit more specific. Tell me what you're looking for. Well, I've um, sailed these seas for 20 years. I've seen a lot of strange and interesting things. Um, basically, we're looking for an artifact that contains immense power. I, well, I, okay. I mean, there's... I mean, we don't know what it looks like. We do don't know, know where what it, it is. We don't know where it is. We don't know what form exactly it takes. We just know it's Did here perhaps somewhere. perhaps an elf... Describe a particular, you oh, know, shoot, structure did. that did, you could did. tell me <laughs> that might he jar did. my memory a little bit. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, um. It's. Uh, I, I think it would be in a big like stone structurey fortressy type thing, um, and it should be. Uh, surrounded by big beasts. I don't know if they're real beasts or, like, images of beasts or what kind of beasts. What kind of structure? Like a, f- I think a fortressy type hmm. structure. A fortress type structure. Well, let me think. Slab looks down at the charts and the maps across his desk. He sort of picks them up and flips through them, reaches into the desk and pulls out a little leather-bound book and starts flipping back and mm-hmm. forth. After a, a minute or so of looking and paging through various things, he looks up at you and he says, ah, in all my time I've come across two, two fortresses that I've oh, seen. Oh, wow, okay. One of them is off on the Sea of Light. Sea of Light. It's called the Citadel of Ten Thousand Pearls. Within Did that... Did you name it? Oh, no. You see, within this live the married lords who rule over this land. When we first came here and we first stumbled upon the, the few creatures who weren't trying to kill us, they directed us to the married lords. We petition them to send us back. We know they have the power, but they're... Ah, they tend to take a hands-off approach to their governance and wouldn't listen to what we had to say. After a year or two of trying, we gave up. I'm, I'm, I don't know any... I mean, these, these beings, so they live here? They're from here? Yes, yes. What are spirits, kind of? I'm not entirely sure what they are, but I know they rule over this, and they don't really care what happens in their land as long as it doesn't affect them. Okay, but they have the ability, at least. They have, as far as we know. They are very powerful and have the ability to send us home. But 
We don't have anything they want, and we haven't been able to find anything they want in 20 years. Have they ever told you something that they would want? We couldn't even achieve an audience with them. Their lackeys told us to beat it in perhaps more polite terminology. Okay. The other castle we've seen is far less pleasant. We don't know if it has a particular name, but it's made of jagged rocks and bits of coral. It exists out off the coast of the Isle of Dread. Even the Marrow and the Sahoagan don't make their way out there. It's rumored to be the resting place of the old gods. Oh, Absalom, okay. I think that's exactly where we need to go. Hmm. Well, I thought you might say that, but I was hoping you wouldn't. It's a dangerous place. What all... How close have you ever gotten to it? Only within sight. Off in the horizon, we could see it rising out of the sea like a glistening black pointer of death. An obelisk of doom. A sepulchral finger reaching out of the sea towards the heavens. But it'll drag you down to hell. Wow. (laughs) And are there... Like, is it the ocean that's so... So rough around it? Or are there... Are there these great beasts in particular that live around it? Well, it's surrounded by corrupted reefs which'll ground any ship that tries to make it through. And then if you could make it past there, it's said that the great beasts live beyond and will tear up anything that enters their domain. I've never been close enough to test if any of those hypotheses are true. Okay. Would you be comfortable sailing close-ish to it? I know how to get there. I can take you close by outside of the reefs where we're not in too much danger. Mm-hmm. If you're going in there, you're going to have to go alone. That make, No, that makes sense. We wouldn't want to... This is, this is a mission that we came on. and I mean, sure, if, you, if someone wanted to come along, we'd welcome it, but we wouldn't ask that. But... We'd have to come to an arrangement. It's not... Even outside of the reefs, it's a still a dangerous journey. If we're going to take you there, we're going to need something in return. Namely, passage with you back to the material plane. If we're able to get... If we're even able to get passage back, we'll do everything we can to bring you all with us. It would be good if we could have some assurance of that first. Unfortunately, we we have someone who agreed to help us, to help us try to get back, but who didn't guarantee that we could get back. Hmm. So we we don't actually have a, a you know, a, a, a ticket back, if you would. Uh, well, if you don't mind me saying, you're coming here, the way you're attired. The dead look in his eyes. It seems like you're a accomplished and powerful duo, the two of you. Perhaps with our might combined, we can do something that might convince the married lords to send us back. That's that's what I'm wondering. Um, kind of out of the 
would it like would I guess we don't Octavia wouldn't know that other continents exist I guess per se mm-hmm. but would it be would she assume that even the the Merit or or, or Captain uh, Slab would like know of the three gods would that still be a pantheon like how does know. that work um so your belief system Absalon is the god of the material planes mm-hmm. and the four elemental planes are basically tangential to that so those are the middle planes which okay. Absalon rules over so you would think that beings out here and even people from other continents if you know y- you don't know but uh, you would assume at least powerful beings out here would be aware of Absalon. Okay, and maybe have a different name for it. Maybe, but yeah, still the same being. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's that's what I figured. I just want to confirm that. Okay, I mean, I would hope that the marriage would give me an audience. I come on a mission of well, uh, to pull the curtain. Um, the god of the material plane, Al Absalon, specifically sent me on this mission. It's been a long time since I've had any religious talk around here. That's it feels like the gods have forgotten us. I can see that. And I can understand that. But if you... Well, actually, out here, it's... The the ocean spirits and the sea spirits are the ones you have to pay more tribute to because they have more of an impact on your daily life if mm-hmm. you're going to live or die. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So let me level with you, Octavia. I can take you to this coral castle out by the Isle of Dread. I can get you there. We're the best darn sailors this side of the material plane, but... We're going to need some assurance from you that you can deliver on your end of the bargain. If I leave, you leave with me. Perhaps we should go talk to the married lords first. How far away are they? Oh, distance is a funny thing in this plane. We can be there soon. The Sea of Light is just a few... Sea miles that way. That would make sense. Uh, no, yeah, that's. And then how far would be. How far would this Isle of Dread, of course, how far would that be from the Sea of Light? Well, it depends on exactly where in the Sea of Light we are, but. This is the fastest ship on this plane. It might be the only one that's still sailing. We can get you there. Time is a funny thing here anyway. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that makes sense to contact them, the lords, the married lords first. And they're not necessarily hostile, right? They're just indifferent. They're more indifferent okay. than anything. Which can sometimes be <laughs> harder to work with. More frustrating. Yeah. Well, we'll do our best to convince them, yeah. All right. He sticks out a hand. He says, you get me home. I'll get you to that artifact. Okay. And she will shake on it. Oh, dear. It's a very firm handshake. You shake over the table. Captain Slab stands up, walks out to the door, and shouts, All righty, boys, set course for the citadel of 10,000 pearls. We're gonna talk to those married lords again. And this time, 
we might be going home. And we'll pick up there next episode. Oh my gosh. Was not expecting pirates. Interplanar pirates. (laughs) Interplanar pirates. That's a bit rough on the voice doing that for (laughs) like 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You need a big uh, cup of tea with some honey in it or something. Yeah. Uh, Well, shall I take us out? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, We hope you are doing well and staying safe and staying healthy. Uh, Hearing from you all um, has been a lift, uh, been some air under our sails in these past couple weeks with everything that's going on. Um, And if you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram. And our handle on both platforms is at and a die podcast. Catch you all next week.